Welcome back to another episode of the Shift Street Podcast. I'm Ed Rudisell. Uh, a little under the weather, but I've got two really special guests on the show today. Uh, I've got Tetsuro Miyazaki from um, Ichiko USA, the general manager. Nice and to meet you. I also have uh, Lindy Weiss from Davos Brands and the director of Asian Spirits. Hello, thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, we're excited. You. All right, let's get into it, guys. Yeah, National Craft Spirits and then made f- made from barley or sweet potato or buckwheat or uh, rice and then yeah yeah company can choose the ingredients and then we brew and then distill one time so mm-hmm. this is a uh, japanese shochu and then alcohol general alcohol abb is 25 percent abb because we drink shochu with meals right yeah so Shochu does occupy that kind of funny space, at least in American spirits, you know, mm-hmm. between um, kind of fortified wines or wines right. in general and then hard liquor where we are typically yes. at 40%. So these mm-hmm. come in between about, what, 20 to 40%? Yeah, 20 to 25% is a general alcohol ABB for Shochu. So you started uh, working in the distillery after the university, but you got into management relatively quickly or at least before you, I mean, within 10 years you were running, you know, uh, you, the United States division of, of Ichiko. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. so what is your job as the general manager? Um, oh, in the U.S.? Yeah. Oh, yes. So uh, so we are kind of a branding and a marketing company for shochu culture okay. uh, in the U.S. And then we have partnership uh, with Davos brand. So they are carrying Taiku Sake and uh, Aviation Jin, Sambra Mescal. And then we are now, uh, we joined last year of in a Davos brand portfolio. So they are sales division and then we are uh, branding, marketing division. Okay. And this is a rather largely consumed brand Mm -hmm. in Japan, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I I was looking through uh, all of the details and there was three or four really major brands, but um, I had noticed that it it seems as though um, sake and, and shochu numbers are kind of heading downwards a little bit in Japan. Yes, exactly, yes. And so I, we're seeing a bigger push. I mean, this is the second time in the last probably year and a half that we've been visited by somebody um, kind of introdu- introducing us to, to Shochu. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, is that kind of the strategy now is to push it further out into export? Oh, yes. So currently we each in our company Ichiko brand is sold 8 million cases all over the world, mm-hmm. but the 99% is consumed only in Japan. So oh, wow. we want, we have to expand our market in the US or all over the world more. And then so our strategy is pushing Ichiko or shochu culture to bar industry. Right. Yeah. So when you talk about shochu culture, I mean, there's a, a definite difference between American culture and Japanese culture. I mean, mm-hmm. how is the marketing different at home? versus here in the United States. I mean, to try to get to those younger drinkers. Because, I mean, I think the trend's happening the same thing in the United States. I think a lot of younger drinkers, while they tend to be drinking better, they're not drinking as much. Oh, no. In Japan, so, yeah, younger people don't drink much mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. Also, the population of younger people is decreasing. Oh, really? Yes. So, alcohol consumption, total alcohol consumption is decreasing right now. Yeah, that's happened. Also, for the U.S., U.S. it's still growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spirit consumption. So we we feel a big possibility in the U.S. So we talked about shochu being kind of the national spirit of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it made from? Yes, shochu. Those are the questions everybody always asks, yeah, right? Like, what is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah, everybody knows sake is made from rice. Right. Yeah, but the shochu can be made from rice, barley, sweet potato, buckwheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and that's where I think there's a lot of confusion. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people I run into think of shochu as distilled sake, but it's not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seems it, like a lot of people confuse sake, shochu, and soju. Mm-hmm, and exactly, I like yeah. to explain it like they're distant cousins. There's some similarities between the three of them, but in the end, they're very different products, right. flavor-wise, um, ingredient-wise. And so you, that's Lindy chiming in, and we've you're the director of Asian Spirits for Davos. Um, that's, you brought up a good point in that there are 
a lot of different spirits from different countries mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that are often confused as the same product, right? Mm -hmm. You know, baiju and soju and mm -hmm. shochu. Yes. Uh, and those are all come from different places. Exactly. Um, so how do you go about that? As I mean, you're working with brands all over the place, um, not just shochu. How do you educate people uh, about the kind of the different traditions involved in each one? So it takes a lot of education and a lot of tasting right. because I feel like when a consumer is trying sochu versus soju, if you taste them back to back, then you get to see like the nuanced differences between them. Um, with shochu, it just has a a fuller bodied, cleaner flavor to mm -hmm. it because there are no additives. Um, with soju, you know, it's again a great product, but it's more of a mixed base. Right. It comes from a, a mixed grain and they add typically sweeteners to it. Well, and Tetsuro also mentioned, you know, uh, the distillation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've had some that come out very much like vodka, but it, uh, you, you know, the, the ones that I especially love, mm -hmm. um, and there's a couple of different styles, right? Of, mm -hmm. of tr you can either do go the continuous distillation yes. or just the once distilled yes. in a, in a, a yes. pot still, um, and you really retain the character of, yes, of your exactly. starting of ingredients. ingredients. Yes, Like I can tell you, I've had some really good buckwheat ones. I just I don't know why I remember that mm -hmm. in my head personally. Mm -hmm. But so talk a little bit about what what you guys have in your book at Ichiko. Mm -hmm. So Ichiko is made from 100% barley, mm -hmm. and then using barley and then barley koji. Have you ever had koji? Yeah, I think that we need yeah. to explain that because yeah. it's a very interesting um, process of, yes. of fermentation. So yes. that, let's go back and yeah, maybe we should start there. Uh -huh, yes. So koji fermentation is a, is a entirely different. You don't see it um, in. I, maybe I'm wrong, but is this yeah. exclusive to shochu production in the distillation and oh, distilling? Yeah. So koji is a mold and then which has enzyme can create which can create umami flavor right. and then koji mold is using for miso soy sauce and then sake, other sake and then shochu as well so koji is a very important factor for Japanese food culture and then, so yeah so as uh, each distillery is kind of operating and they've got their 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 koji mold. Uh, um, yes, yes. Is there kind of like differences of the mold uh, from distillery to distillery? Is oh, each yes. one kind of yes, propagating right. their own house style? Yes, exactly. So, yeah. For for example, sweet potato shochu, they are using sweet potato as a main ingredient, but uh, also they are using rice koji. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, so they put uh, koji powder on a steamed rice, and then koji grilled grow up on the rice. Mm -hmm. But uh, for Ichiko Shochu, we are using barley koji, barley koji as well. So we can say oh, wow. Ichiko okay. Shochu is 100% made from barley. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, because oftentimes you see the koji propagated on rice. Yeah, right. So you're propagating on, on barley and then barley. Interesting. Yes. And, and I think it's pretty um, amazing because koji is an, actually an enzyme that starts the fermentation. When I explain to consumers that after the first fermentation with a koji, the alcohol percent is 18%. Mm -hmm. yeah, so Typically, whiskey is somewhere around 8 to 10%. Yeah, right, much, so much yeah. people don't believe me when I tell them that. They're like, it's, it's not 18%. That's and fascinating. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just it produces... Um, a more, how do you say it, efficient way of fermenting the barley. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's leaves a lot of differences between the fermentation and distillation. I mean, mm -hmm. you're, you're requiring, you know, a kind of a different kind of energy to get to that distillate. So when it does go through the distillation, um, you know, what percent are you, are you distilling to? So, so after fermentation, we can get 18% of mm -hmm. alcohol ABB, but after distillation, we can get 44% ABB alcohol. And then we dilute with water, natural water, uh, go uh, into a set of alcohol ABB, 25% or 20% ABB. So after that first distillation, you're, you're just landing right around like 44? Yes. Okay, wow. Yes. So what you're tasting in the bottle is really 
what you started with, like <laughs> quite literally distilled down. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's fascinating. And, it, and the starting materials are really interesting because there's a wide range. You don't have to, you know, just stick with one. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up and confused. Um, like I said with, with you, Lindy, that, that like rice, you know, distilled sake means, you know, shochu. But we have the sweet potato, which is mm -hmm. common, the barley, which mm -hmm. is what um, Ichiko mm -hmm. works with exclusively and, and the buckwheat. And so um, those differences, like how much control over that, that end product of the flavor is in distillation or would you attribute more of it to fermentation? Because fermentation oh. often gets ignored. We all get... Uh -huh. Really nerdy. We want to know how many plates. We want to know if it's in a pot still. Uh -huh. Is it copper? How old is the still? Has it been in operation for 800 years? Uh -huh. But the one thing everybody forgets about is the fermentation, which is yes. really where the flavor starts and develops. Yes. And then you right. kind of concentrate that in the distillation yes. phase. Yeah, fermentation is very important. Also, we are very focusing on ingredients. So we polished out our body 50%, okay. first of all. And then uh, we steam the barley and then put the cozy and then making shochu. So for whiskey, I think they just milled the barley, but the... So when you, you know, polish for, the barley, what does that do? So the, this is a machine. So we put the uh, barley, low barley here, and then there is a milling machine. Mm -hmm. right. And then we can uh, remove out of barley 50%. Right. Just using the core for more pure. So by using the core, yeah, yeah it, it, for it pure concentrates flavor. that flavor. Yes. So you get a little bit less of your. I don't know. I guess I don't know what the outside of barley tastes like. So but I'm uh, not sure. <laughs> it's same as uh, same reason as sake. Yeah. Sake making. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Sake and I know that there's like there's a classification system right on rice polishes with sake. Yes. But. That, does that get discussed much in in shoju? No, yeah. No, Lindy's it, it saying really no, no, doesn't. Not at all. Um, I mean, another main point for polishing the barley is that it helps to control how much of the water is getting into the grain. Mm, mm. Yeah, so every step of the process is meticulous and controlled, which I think is really cool because um, with with the Ichiko shochus. There's 10 different types in the company now, but they taste so different yeah, more, and they, yeah, yeah they actually, have to yeah. know the tiny little differences between mm -hmm. them for how much of the barley do you polish off? How and much of it barley. is? Yeah, all, yes. all barley. Okay. Yes. All barley, but uh, there is a key point is distillation as well. Oh, oh yeah. Fermentation and the distillation, we can make big difference. Sure. Right. Yeah. So for fermentation, there are two ways. It's a normal fermentation and the old coach method. So so usually uh, for general shochu we use 30% of koji mm -hmm. and then 70% of raw ingredients. Okay. But uh, the other uh, premium method is 100% koji only method. So that's called old koji method. That can make more umami flavor wow, okay. yeah, in the shochu. So in that kind of... This is in the fermentation process. And so you have products that span all of this, using all of these techniques? Yeah, uh -huh, yes. So, and you said, Lindy, you said there's like 12 in the book? Yeah, 10 to 12. Wow. So it's... The reason I asked you about like kind of, you know, marketing or where you lived, I, you told me you lived in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. um, there's a much larger Japanese population uh, in San Francisco, and I know that's the easy sell, right? Like, you just you just go where the buyers are, and mm -hmm. then you're fine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at some point, you have to push out, as you discussed in the beginning, of, like, you know, exporting out and getting getting non-Japanese drinkers to consume shochu. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. When you come into a state, um, you know, in the Midwest, here, where, mm -hmm. like, maybe the only Japanese people around mm -hmm. are, you know, working for Subaru or, like, mm -hmm. you know, Honda mm -hmm. or, like, to Toyota or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, that's not going to sell the product. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not enough to keep the company alive. Uh -huh. Yes. So, like, you've got to be able to kind of chip away. So, and I know I keep hammering this point home, but, like, again, marketing to somebody that's kind of accustomed to Japanese cuisine in mm -hmm. San Francisco and mm -hmm. the Japanese spirits, maybe you're a little bit more open-minded to it. Mm -hmm. We're here, I mean... It's no secret we've had a million rum guests on the show, yeah. but you know even that's tough for us to like educate people that rum isn't just Bacardi. Mm. You know, there's a lot more out there, and, mm. and there are a lot of ways to control it. Yes. We, we talk a lot about you know the stills, yeah, um, but the fermentation we talk a lot about with Jamaican. So that's why I'm really interested because 
Do you know, Lindy, off chance, because you handle such a wide variety mm-hmm. uh, of Asian spirits um, with Davos, is that, um, of, who else is using koji? Anybody? Or is it only for, for shochu? For shochu? No, I mean, uh, any other spirits. You know, I don't know kind of, of any other spirits that are using it, but I have seen it used in kitchens. So right. there's yeah, like koji <laughs> marinated steaks right. or, you know, and I think that just helps us because people start to see koji and they get curious about it and right. then they see that koji also makes shochu and sake and soy sauce and miso. Right. So it's one of those things that I think people may have had it before not realizing mm-hmm. it. I think you're right because I definitely, as, as a contemporary restaurant here where we're sitting at Rook, that you know it's something that our chefs have utilized in fermentations of different things and mm-hmm. that cured and um, I think it's becoming less foreign or less weird. It's getting I mean, demystified. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but again, when it comes down to spirits, people still, I think most people don't really understand how how spirits are made in general. I mean, obviously that's what this show is for. We're trying to educate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. after, after four years or three years or however long we've been doing it, you know, hopefully we're, we're getting an education out there. But this is like the big question mark, like mm-hmm. these spirits. And I would say of all those that we just talked about. So if this is the only spirit being made with goji, that's fascinating because why? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very efficient. Because exactly. you said that, that, that after ferment, they're coming out at what, 18%? Yeah, 18% yeah. after fermentation. So we have two different products that I just poured for you guys. I know, guys. I shouldn't be tasting I, Yeah, yeah cold, I know, okay. I'm sorry. But My nose doesn't I operate think 100%. Just tasting these back to back kind of shows the difference between. Um, our Ichiko Silhouette, which is 30% barley koji, and our Ichiko Saiten, which is 100% barley Ichiko koji. Ichiko Saiten, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Ichiko Silhouette has been around for about 40 years now. Oh, wow. This is more of a traditional style shochu. With this, you know, you will see it in a lot of Japanese, Asian cuisine uh, restaurants, but there are other non-Asian restaurants and consumers that are starting to understand it, and they mix it into um, what we call a chuhai, a shochu highball. With the silhouette, though, since it is a little bit lower in alcohol, if you mix it into a cocktail that has ginger beer or um, a Negroni, you lose the flavor of the right. shochu. And that's been, I think, one of our biggest um, obstacles into using it is that mm-hmm. it's proof, like I said uh, a couple times, it falls right in the middle of what we're used to between wine and spirits. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you put it into a cocktail, you can bury it really mm-hmm. quickly. Yes. And the beauty of shochu is really... The, the shochu itself and it's very yes. very easily exactly, it's easy yeah. to bury it and it's hard to highlight yeah and so um it's funny i'm looking at these two bottles here mm-hmm. and you said the more traditional one it, it's packaged in what i would consider a more traditional uh-huh. and i'm like i can imagine that on the shelf with 50 other brands mm-hmm. have a similar bottle shape it's like but the the, the saitan has like a very clearly it's almost got like an art deco vibe but it's very yes. very modern so the Saiten actually, um, I'll let Tetsuru talk a little bit more about it, but we just created this last year oh, no kidding. with mixologists out of San Francisco. So this was made specifically for the American market in cocktail bars. Interesting. So to your point where you mentioned that shochu is a category that may get lost because not enough consumers know about it. We created Ichiko Saiten to branch outside of only Japanese restaurants. Uh, This is going to be a higher proof shochu that you won't lose that flavor if you mix it in any type of cocktail. This is very fun to play with. So we've talked about it going with food. You said you keep saying restaurants, restaurants, restaurants. Is this traditionally uh, a spirit that is paired with a meal? Would you drink this, you know, neat with a meal or yes? So for in traditional way, we usually drink shochu with meal. Okay. And then we drink shochu on the log or just squeeze lemon or chuhai style or with soda style. Mm -hmm. So because we we drink shochu with meal. But uh, for cocktails, Ichiko right. Saiten is created 86 Yeah, and I can see that's 43%. So yeah. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's right. That 86 yeah. proof is not mm-hmm. something you probably would sip with a, a mm-hmm. steak. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I like it uh, with a little bit of soda mm-hmm. because I think it kind of like brings the aromas out a yeah. little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've, I've seen it also served with a little of hot water, mm-hmm. which is... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you are, yeah. But, but hot water. That, that's, um, that's a little bit of a stretch for most American palates. We're not used to drinking hot liquids that aren't, you know, um, coffee or tea. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's why your job is an interesting one. We talked a little bit about the marketing differences between the two, but there is a direct line between like sake. Now, does the company, does Ichiko do any sake production or is it only shochu? Oh, yes. Uh, we, we started our company as a sake company, oh, sake okay. brewery. And then after that, we produce wine, mm-hmm. Japanese wine. And then 1979, we launched Ichiko Shochu. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so we have 40 years history for shochu making, but uh, we have 200 years history for sake making. Wow. But yes. it's Oita Prefecture. Oita is a southern, southern part of Japan, mm-hmm. and then it's in uh, Kyushu Island. It's okay. a southern most main island. And then 90% of shochu distillery is located in that island, south part of Japan. So is the, all the barley and everything coming from that region? Yes. Uh-huh. Is it all produced? Do you grow everything yourself or are you so, buying from? Yeah, we are buying from Australia as well. But, uh, okay, really? Yeah. yeah. But uh, we have uh, we have farmer, barley farmer in mm-hmm. Oita Prefecture as well. Oh. So we are using both. So as we're talking about consuming this, is. Um, in Japan, traditionally with a meal, is that mm-hmm. how you're talking, kind of encouraging people to think about it in the United States this way, Lindy? Um, I think it depends on the consumer, right? Because with the silhouette, you know, I think that's great on the rocks or just neat. A lot of people assume before they try it that it's uh, higher in alcohol mm-hmm. than it actually is. Right. So I think they get surprised when they try it neat and. It's such a smooth, light flavor. It's only 25% alcohol. Sure. So, so, I for think, our listeners um, out there, I mean, that's just like you're talking a little about like a Madeira or a port. I mean, it's, exactly. not, it's not out of the. It's, realm it's of, not you know, as um, heavy or high proof as people assume. So, I think uh, a more approachable way is to do it in a chew high mm-hmm. or a show chew high ball. Yeah, so there is one story I had experienced. When I arrived, uh, I I came to the U.S. 2014. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to push Ichiko Shochu as traditional way in a Japanese restaurant, only Japanese restaurant. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes customers uh, hate drink spirits with meal. Mm-hmm. So and then I was struggling how to, how to promote Shochu culture. And then we realized, oh, you... Uh, in general, in general, U.S. people don't don't drink spirit with meal. We should go into more bar side. And then uh, three years ago, we met uh, some top mixologists in San Francisco and had a meeting how to promote shochu as a cocktail. And then we developed uh, this Ichigo Saiten as a first high-proof shochu with umami. It's a new flavor into the cocktail. It's really fascinating that you worked with bartenders. And I mean, again, it, it's a city full of some of the best bartenders in the world mm-hmm. um, to develop a product because I find that when you listen to bartenders, you know, mm-hmm. at least the companies that do, you end up with something that's very usable. I mean, a, a great example would be like 86 Company. They, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you'd be hard pressed to find a bar that doesn't have Forge Gin because they mm-hmm. listen to what people um, needed and what was missing from the back bar. And so, this is the kind of product that could, it, it is designed to be used in a cocktail because of the proof or flavor, proof, or, you yeah. know, so flavor-wise, um, this is what we've got in the glass. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about what we're tasting here? Mm-hmm. Now, this is the Saitang, right? This is the silhouette. Oh, this, this is, is the, the silhouette. The small guy. Oh, I poured the wrong one. Okay, well, I jumped right okay. into the silhouette. Mm-hmm. But um, talk a little bit about the uh, Saitan, which is the one that I think a lot of people may start running across. Even though it's a new product, mm-hmm. you're hopefully going to see it on cocktail bar shelves soon. Yes. So we launched this just last year, but it's pretty amazing the reception that we've gotten from well-known cocktail bars, like you know places that 
are known for their mixology that other restaurants are looking to their cocktail menu to see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, places like are the Aviary, Broken Shaker, yeah. they're carrying Ichiko Saiten because they think it's something that's completely different and fun to play with. So the Ichiko Saiten is 43% alcohol. You get a lot more umami flavor. There's mushroom, minerality, yeah. earthiness. It's um, it's pretty amazing to see the cocktails that come out of this. I get a little hint of brininess that you get in it. It just it gives you like a, that ocean breeze. You yes, know? <laughs> that's a good description. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And, and so when making cocktails, again, it's still relatively light, though, right? Um, we're not talking about flavorless, you know, liquid like like a vodka. That there is a real personality here. So what kind of drinks are you making with? Because you're kind of boots on the ground. You're in Chicago and Mm -hmm. you're in San Francisco, so you're in two of the hottest cities, Mm -hmm. you know, where you're getting to see really what bartenders are doing with it. So what are some of the fun things that you've seen? I think um, with any new category of a spirit, you have to start with a classic cocktail just to show the versatility. Like this can go into a mule, it can go into an old-fashioned and a groney. And it's not something that people would immediately think, I'm doing a Negroni, I need a, a shochu. Mm-hmm. So trying it in those different types of cocktails that everybody knows what those cocktails are, but have you had it with shochu? I think just puts a fun twist on yeah, it. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. It, it, for me, it's just begging, it's making me want to eat oysters. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just feel like that would be a perfect pairing for me. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm- The brininess. Yeah, just uh-huh. like all those things and it's clean, clear. It's one of the few times I'll actually, you know, uh, eat or drink vodkas with oysters. With you know, oysters. Just, just, I need something to kind of really bring the clear, the, the cleansing of the palate in between different kinds of oysters. So going back to kind of shochu in general, because we've talked about how Hichiko does it, but there's kind of the multiple ways of distillation, right? And so there's like the single distillation or multiple. Oh, so all shochu has to distill just one time. Okay. Yeah, has to distill by single distillation. But uh, there are two ways, uh, two, two methods for distillation. One is called uh, atmospheric distillation, and then the other is called low-pressure distillation method. Okay. So this low-pressure distillation is very unique. I think uh, only for shochu making. So atmospheric is uh, just regular, uh, regular distillation for other spirits as well. But uh, low pressure, uh, that means we vacuum the air from distillation mm. machine, and then the boiling point gonna be very low. Right. Yeah. And then we can get just smooth flavor uh, into the bottle, and then we have uh, yeah two types of. So that that kind yeah. of recalibrates. Mm-hmm. Everything that you know about, I mean, you, you, you go to school, you learn, you, yeah. whatever, I guess, oh, yeah. I, I don't distill, but you've learned all of these things and the, the, what volatile gases, you know, what temperature they volatilize, yeah, right. and then now you're changing everything, you're changing the, the, the atmosphere, and yes. so now everything is, is going to boil at a different temperature. Mm-hmm. So, yes. like, that means everyone working with Ichigo is, yeah. like, has to relearn <laughs> installation. Yes. Exactly. There's a yes. lot of science behind <laughs> it. Yes, science. That's interesting. How did that method, do you know how, how long that's been happening? Is that comes from 1979? Oh, yeah. It's a, a still new... Oh, yeah. you're still working on it. Wow. Yeah, new skill, I think. Probably 40, 40 years ago or wow, so. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's super new. Yeah. Especially considering the grand... Uh-huh. Like you know, scope of of, of humans and distillation. Mm-hmm, yeah. So being able to to change the atmosphere. So that's really interesting. That so at what temperatures then is the is the uh, liquid starting to um, vaporize? Like I know there's a range at, at different uh, alcohols, but I mean, where is it? Where do you start to see? Oh. Usually, I mean, you know what? We're at 100 and uh, so 80. for the atmospheric. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I know, just right, Celsius. Right. Yes. No, that's okay. Yeah, we can go Celsius. Come on. Yeah. So Our listeners can grab out their calculator. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Atmospheric is a, a 100 Celsius okay. a degree, but uh, for low pressure, it's a 60, 60 Celsius also. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it's a, incredibly different. Uh-huh, yes. And so are there other distilleries using that to your knowledge or is this primarily kind of something uh, that no, each goes as a company also using this low pressure distillation method but uh, we are pioneer uh, for this method. Ichiko is a me- yeah, pioneer. So as this, you, you're obviously in town to promote 
this and you're here to you know tag along and pr promote everything that you've got in the book because mm -hmm. you work very closely with one another I presume um, how has the reception been like are people understanding what what it is I mean and I guess you, you've done it before today you've been all over mm -hmm. the United States doing this job you said you've had this job for eight years now nine years ten in the United States in the US now six years yeah. six years yeah, yeah. so um how, after you go out and you do kind of this ambassador work mm -hmm. um, and, and try to promote shochu and the lifestyle and culture around it, yeah. um, how have you seen that translated into the American culture? Like, with our bars using it primarily in cocktails or are they kind of teaching their guests to just consume it neat or with some sort of, you know, a, a, a different, I guess, um, how effective has has that been? Have, has the for the reputation of Saigon? yeah? Well, yeah, uh, yeah mm -hmm. right. Like, oh, how yeah. is it being used? Oh, um, okay. So after you've gone in and you do your presentation, oh yeah, and, and everybody so enjoyed. Uh, it's yes. a totally new category, and uh, especially uh, top mixologists or uh, craft bars looking for something new flavor. Mm -hmm. Right, so Japanese whiskey, Japanese gin, Japanese vodka, right. but the shochu is a original national spirit, and it's a very unique flavor has it in the bottle. So really enjoyed it. I visited many bars for sales uh, with distributors, but uh, eighty percent of craft bars uh, always purchased. Yeah, mm -hmm. order each site there. So yeah, and so as they're moving on and they're using that, is it making its way onto cocktail lists? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. in a cocktail primarily list. House being used. Yes, because we've done now. I think in the last five or six episodes that we've done, we've done um, a couple and about Australia. Or I'm sorry, um, Austrian schnapps, mm -hmm. and uh, we've talked a little bit about cognac. Mm -hmm. um, and these are like the world's changing, right? Yes. You know, yes. these are these are spirits that are traditionally consumed neat mm -hmm. where they are produced. Yes, but the world is changing now, and now we want you know the cocktail renaissance is in full effect. Yes, and we have to figure out you know how to utilize and how to teach people to use these ingredients in yes. a cocktail. Mm -hmm. So yes. do you have a team that goes out and does this with you um, to mix the drinks or just kind of uh, ambassadors? Oh so yes, Davos our Brand company yeah. Davos Brands, we have a team of about 10 brand brand ambassadors that are in the major markets that work with all of our spirits and especially Ichigo, Ichigo Saiten because it's something that needs a lot of education. It needs a lot of attention behind it or else, you know, if, if a bar brings it in and it's not in the cocktail menu and there's no education behind it, it'll sit behind the bar right. and that, nobody exactly. will order it. I think that's what I was getting at. So, you know, people get really excited when they see a presentation and we all order a bottle and that's how we end up with, you know, 45 <laughs> like orphan bottles sitting around in our storage uh, rooms because we were excited about it at the time, but then, you know, reality took back over and we need to, you know, hurry up and get through service. Yeah, and exactly. So, and so then things sometimes get forgotten about. I think a lot of times in, in our industry, and I haven't been doing this forever, but it's been 15, 16 years now, it seems like we have tunnel vision where, you know, we're trying so many different spirits, so many different cocktails. And since we're so educated, we assume, okay, consumers will love this, right. not realizing they need that level of education also because yes. they haven't been through all of these tastings and all of these educational seminars. So it's really on the bartenders and um, our company and our, our distributors to get out there and kind of get it outside of just the bartender's hands into consumers' hands. And, and I mouths. think you, you hit the nail on the head there because... There is not a lot of literature out there about no. shochu. And I can tell you because we've tried to look for it. I mean, it's, it's out there, but it's all in Japanese. And I can't read that language. <laughs> so um, it is difficult to kind of research. There's a few, I think, like Stephen Lyman might have, he has a book out. But, oh, um, Stephen Lyman, yeah, yeah. Right, and so like, there's some information out there, but it's, it's pretty hard to find to, to, like any kind of in-depth um, mm -hmm. material. Whereas if I go out and I want to read about gin, mm -hmm. I, I could have 75 books laying mm -hmm. on the table within an hour, you oh, know? Wow. Yeah. And so I, that's, I, you really that's don't it. have an easy job mm -hmm. to go out and kind of represent a country, a culture, mm -hmm. <laughs> a, a spirit. But where I do think is it's an interesting 
point where what you said about um, you know you're going out. Everybody's looking for the new, mm-hmm. the new thing. We need the new thing, and that's why you see so much bullshit, you know, coming out. Like, oh, we just have to be new and different. But what's great is that there's hundreds and hundreds of years of history mm-hmm. we showed you. It's not new. It just mm-hmm. may be new to you. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly like, yes. It's you're not just learning that we. Oh, five years ago we discovered Koji, and now we do this new thing. You yeah. know, it's it's it got a, a real cultural identity. I mean, I think that we've mm-hmm. seen that happen in Moscow. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see that happen uh, with Claren mm-hmm. in Haiti. Um, but again, those things seem to be like they're more accessible and more available to us mm-hmm. to explain than any spirits coming from Asia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the world is becoming a lot smaller Definitely. than it used to be, especially with the internet and the ease of being able to travel to so many different countries and experience different cultures. Um, I do think it's pretty interesting because with Ichiko Saiten, this was created in the United or for the United States market, and it's oh, really? not even specifically for the U.S. Specifically yes. for the U.S. The it's well, you said you not the bartenders in San Francisco, yes. but I, it's, it's is this not available, available in Japan. No. No. no, so the company itself, you know, last year we launched with uh, Davos and Ichiko together nationwide. Uh, the Ichiko team from Japan came to the U.S. maybe five, six times last yeah, year. And they like to see the cocktail trends that our bartenders are doing with shochu so they can take the product back to Japan, which is almost a little backwards because the company is from Japan, sure. but they created it specifically for the U.S. That's an interesting cycle, right? Yes. I mean, you know, it's a Japanese company with a traditionally, you know, made product that's Morphed in the United States and now going back home. Exactly. Yeah. And we talked about well, we talked about kind of the, the the drinkers or the number of drinkers in Japan kind of trending downwards, but shochu is kind of in its is, is having a moment, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. in, in, at home and here mm-hmm. in the United States. I mean, what do you think that you can attribute that to? Because I know that there's been a lot more interest in shochu, and even I've seen that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just recently in Asia. I was not in Japan, unfortunately. Well, mm-hmm. one hour in the airport, but it <laughs> 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 <That> doesn't count. <laughs> um, but when I was in Singapore, I mean, you, there were a couple of bars I went to that were like, just had massive, massive amounts of Japanese products, particularly Japanese whiskey. Mm-hmm. But um, where I think I was at RPM in, in Singapore, mm-hmm. and they, I think they had 75 shochus on the menu. Oh, really? And, wow. Yeah, I was like, whoa. You know, so I'm in heaven, <laughs> but I didn't know where to start, you know, because, um, uh, well, I don't speak Japanese and our bartender, like, I mean, he spoke some English, um, but it was hard to kind of get guided through because I kind of know this superficial level of kind of what it is. It's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, sweet potato or barley mm-hmm. or rice and, and, or buckwheat. But beyond that, you know, like I had no idea about this atmospheric distillation mm-hmm. and, and the uh, low but pressure. It, yeah, that's it, it's absolutely fascinating. But you guys are getting some attention now, like yeah. with these kind of products, uh, the, the uh, Saiten yeah. um, coming out for cocktails, and it's, I've seen it in magazines now, mm-hmm. and it's got a very distinct bottle. Yeah. Um, so is that where you see the United States growth? Right now, is is with this new product? Yeah, it's it's growth, and then many attention we receive, especially yeah, uh, wine and the spirits magazine. Yeah, wine and yeah, spirits. Bloomberg, and then they chose top spirit 2019. Also, bar and uh, yeah, spirits business. That, yeah, you know, the, the, like this is the next big thing. It's the next big thing, and I, yeah, it seems that the 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 biggest impediment to that is. The education, like yes, getting people right. out and teaching, and constantly not forgetting, right? Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, that's always always the best um, placements. And I, I know we're talking inside baseball to some of our listeners here, but like, you know, your job is to place it on my bar shelf <laughs> so that I can sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's the spirits that end up on the shelf are the ones that you kind of just get hammered into your head over and over and over again. There's a reason you see Absolute and Grey Goose on everybody's bar shelf because uh-huh. mm-hmm. they just they took giant advertising budgets and just shoved it mm-hmm. into your head. Yes. And so, like, that's not possible mm-hmm. with these kind of small companies. Even as big as Ichigo is, it's mm-hmm. still, yeah. you know, it's not the Yeah, the US, yeah. <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> I mean, it's you. You're the general manager. It's your job. And, and you can't be everywhere at, at the same time. Yes. So, as 
that's where you come in, right, Lindy? You're mm-hmm. kind of that, that, that arm that's going out and, and spreading the word. But you said you have a team that's relatively small to cover the United States. So the brand ambassador team is pretty small. There's um, 10 brand ambassadors plus our head of that program, Natasha. She gets out nationwide across the country. Um, outside of that, we have... A field marketing team that does, you know, bar tastings, in-store promos, that sort of thing. And for the sales team, I want to say there's 25 of us, but we're not just dedicated to Ichigo and um, Taiku. We also have Aviation Gin, Sombra Mezcal, Astral Tequila. Yeah, we now have Balcones Whiskey. So... With our company growth, it seems like we get a little bit more attention because we're not only going into Japanese restaurants or we're not only going into a specific cuisine. We can go into any different type of restaurant and our portfolio uh, has something that fits into that, that cocktail menu or that back bar. Yeah, so. that seems like that would be the trick, right? It's mm-hmm. just can, walking into someone, and I know that it's cold. It's hard to walk into a, a, mm-hmm. a restaurant and say, right. hi, you know, I'm Tetsuro, I'm mm-hmm. from Ichiko, and mm-hmm. you should put this on your cocktail <laughs> list. And, you know, that's intimidating. It's intimidating, you know, um, to meet anybody you don't know before, especially yeah. if you're trying to sell them something and they're busy. Mm-hmm. You know, their dishwasher just walked out yes. or something like that, you know. Which yes. happens a lot more often yeah. than, than everyone assumes. Right. <laughs> yeah, geez. I already had I've had a walk go down this morning. My, We were in the middle of cooking and we have the big 24-inch walks. Oh and uh, yeah, that's like, you know, 50% of the food that comes out of the restaurants on that thing. And it's our cast regulator just decided to stop working this morning right as 19 people walk in. Like, That's horrible. Fantastic. Guess this is going to be my day. Mm-hmm. So, and as I said, I'm not feeling well anyway. So. I think another big part of it is that um, since Ichiko started working with Davos brands, we're nationally aligned with Southern Glaciers. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, that's a massive distributor. Sure, they have yeah. a lot of feet on the street. So, that's helped us get the distribution into 37 states now yeah. with Ichiko. Um, and so this is widely available in the United States. Yes, yes currently, yes. yeah, from last year. So what what is a bottle of the the Ichigo Saiten retail for about? I know that's going to vary state to state, control mm-hmm. states, etc. But Ichigo's, about what could you expect to pay for it online or? Ichigo Saiten will be about twenty nine ninety nine. Ichigo Silhouette is nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's less than a dollar an ounce. Yeah, you know that's beautiful. It's really not bad. It makes it a lot more approachable for consumers that maybe just want to try it and they don't want to break the bank on something that they don't end up enjoying well there's the other added benefit and we can't speak to the truth of this of course because we could get arrested um or at least cease and desist of my podcast um (laughs) but it's supposed to be it's been said to be a very healthy drink Um, and you know good for you and where we we already know that you know there's been studies come out about red wine being um kind of healthier to ingest, but there's also been a lot of studies in Japan about uh, shochu and its health benefits. Now, uh, I mean, even with, you know, I've, you, we've all heard the, oh, you can drink this and not have a hangover, but then you're not drinking enough, I guess. <laughs> or too much, you're drinking too much. That's, that's what I meant. But um, what kind of health benefits have, have been, like, discovered? So... <laughs> Of course, always drink responsibly, but if you are drinking, shochu is one of the purest distilled beverages out there. So it's only those four main ingredients. There's water, koji, yeast, and barley. Simple ingredients like koji. Exactly. (laughs) Everyone knows about koji, right? So there's no additives to it, which, you know, it keeps it as uh, as pure a spirit as it can be. Now, is that legislated in Japan? Is Can it not have any additives? Yes. So yes. That, that's, no that's, that's the law. Yes, that's a law. That's a regulation, yeah, for shochu. Because I know that some, like, there's, there's a lot of different things that can go into it, mm-hmm. um, like 50 things, you know, but they're all natural. They're not, all like, natural, you know, yes. Um, and... So I, the reason I asked that is because there's a big conversation happening in the Rome world right now, and the United States is in large part a problem mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. because we recognize Scotch, you mm-hmm. know, and we recognize you know um, a couple of other you know 
kind of intellectual properties from other countries. But now, does the United States recognize shochu as a uniquely Japanese product? Mm-hmm. Or can you make shochu in California and say, oh, it's shochu? Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you can make shochu in the U.S. You can? Yes. Okay. Yes. One distillery in San Francisco is a gin distillery, but they are producing shochu as well. Interesting. Yeah. With koji, probably. Uh, koji, we have to use koji to mm-hmm. say shochu. So there yeah. is definitely like a, a method, but it's not something that's necessarily like a protected intellectual property in the United States.、Mm. So that's cool that it, it seems to、uh, kind of command the respect. You know, nobody wants to go in and make a really bad vodka、mm-hmm. and say, no, it's shochu.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it does seem to be that nobody's jumped on that bandwagon because we've seen that happen in the whiskey world, in the、mm-hmm. rum world, and vodka's vodka. So,、mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So、the All these shows, and we've never yet had a vodka guest on. I'm not dying to do that、yeah. subject. <laughs> you can stick with shochu. Yeah, we, we have a lot to a, say well, about shochu. Talk about it. And I, I feel like I'm just kind of doing our first episode on repeat here again、mm-hmm. because it, it does take talking about it all the time to really let it sink in, you know, and what it is.、Mm-hmm. So, at its base level, we're talking about、mm-hmm. barley. Which、mm-hmm. is what Ichigo、mm-hmm. exclusively uses.、Mm-hmm. I'm just recapping to make sure I remember here sweet potato, buckwheat,、mm-hmm. and something I forgot. Rice. Oh, rice. 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 rice.、Yes. The big one, right? The rice. one I said that everybody confuses it with.、Um, single distillation. Single distillation, yes. After the fermentation with koji.、Mm-hmm. Yes. And、right. to relatively low proofs、mm-hmm. um, in distillation. And、mm-hmm. then. Boom, you've got it. And so now you've got a healthy beverage coming out、yeah. that lets you live longer and it has, <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, lets us <laughs> live longer. But, but it's,、um, you said it's all natural, but also、um, lowish in calories because it's not incredibly high、yeah. in proof. Low, yeah, less calories. Yeah. So I see in your, I'm like side eyeing your presentation <laughs> here, but it contains less、uh, acetaldehyde. Yeah. What is that? Explain to our listeners what that is and why it's. So, I cannot pronounce a c e t a l d e h y d e Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's a tough it's one. It's hard to, yeah, tough to be. But uh, uh, in Japan, if, this is a general.、Uh, everybody thinks shochu has, doesn't have、uh, the a c e t Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one、it's、calls tal- for. I can't、hangover. say it either. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you it, get our it, distiller friends on the show. I'm not going to try to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in Japan, everybody's saying、uh, this calls to hangover, and then、mm-hmm. shochu doesn't have r e s t Yeah. And I did rest, see、um, about the, the kind of enzymes that help、uh, with blood clotting and kind of thinning the, the, the blood. And I, I, I think that's one of the things that、uh, had been mentioned with red wine and the resveratrol.、Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember how, to, how they say it. Again, I drink for pleasure, not for health.、Um, <laughs> so I. But again, you know,、uh, I want to go back to like, it's, it's funny, this split. You, you're selling a spirit that has two distinct cultures developing. I mean, one that's already developed and very established in Japan.、Mm-hmm. Yes. But now you here,、uh, as the general manager、uh, of Ichiko in the United States, you're、mm-hmm. now seeing this kind of developing culture in the US, and you know that we tend, a lot of people tend to binge drink on the weekends rather than just kind of slowly drink a few. Mm-hmm. One or two drinks you know, with our meal、mm-hmm. um, during the week. I, ho- I hope that's changing because binge drinking isn't good for any of us.、Mm-hmm. But I mean, something with a proof of this、uh, nature, you know, where you're like 25, 30% proof,、um, it makes it more of a kind of a easier to、mm-hmm. have during the week and not have to pay that heavy price in the morning.、Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Do you, are you seeing sales heading up? I know that's your job. We got to talk about sales. Come on.、Mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> is it, are you doing well here in the US? Yeah, very good. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> good. You're, yeah, you're getting、yeah. the job done. You know? Yes, I'm so. Wait, you yeah, need a, you need a really raise? Doing a very good job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoying my business. Yeah. And so, as a cocktail ingredient, I think that that's probably where, where a lot of things are moving towards. And, yes. And we're seeing a lot of traditional、mm-hmm. um, spirits in, in that direction. So, and this being not an exception. So, 37 states.、Um, are you planning on growing to the re- remainder to cover the whole United States? Oh, no, we are now focusing on main, main cities,、mm, okay. yeah, mainly, especially yeah, some、uh, major cities like、mm-hmm. New York, San Francisco, sure,、right. yeah, Chicago, Florida. Indianapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis. You're doing the、yes. politician thing concentrate <laughs>、yeah. where the density of population is and don't worry about the middle of the country. No, it, it, it is an interesting 
spirit. I, I hope that everyone goes out and, and gets a bottle and or orders a bottle if you can't find it. Who are your major? Are, is it available on major online retailers? KNL and all that stuff. I don't know. I, we in Indiana, we can't buy online. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, we can't. So, um, so actually, I often drive to where you are. I mean, I drive up to Benny's in Chicago okay. and um, buy things because, yeah, we can't ship hard alcohol. Yeah. Wine only into Indiana. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> it's not mm. cool at yeah. all. And so, um, at least you can go right across the border. Yeah, I mean, it's relatively close, and I mean, it's not like a. a I need a reason to go visit you in Chicago. Yeah. Or so, you, know. you can get a couple other things in Illinois that you can't get. Right. In, yeah. In I always comb through the rum. I, I, for years, I combed through the rum selection at at Benny's in Lincoln Park, and I they're, I've gotten now to the point where they they don't have anything I don't have. Yeah. You know, now I'm now I have to stretch for the uh, much further, much further away from home. But you, you just know. have to make the drive. Well, it's worth it. It usually flies now. Like a okay. second bag gets packed. So that I can bring home. So when you go to Japan, yeah. right? I mean, you can get all the Ichiko you want because you, you're the GM. Yeah. You're the big guy. But when you go no, to Japan, no. like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for some things that you, you miss that you cannot get here in the United States? Oh, yeah. It's a Chuhai. Yeah. yeah. Chuhai is, yeah. We, we can find many Chuhai can, alcohol cans uh, at convenience store. Okay. Yeah. But, uh. We cannot find in the U.S. And so, what is this? Oh, it's a shochu highball can. Oh, can. like an really? RTD yeah. ready okay. to drink. So, you, you, so you, yeah, you just you're bringing back RTDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest thing to crave. Yeah, but I, I think that's um, I think that's kind of amazing, right? Maybe that needs to happen here. That could be done the, easily, it, right? It needs to happen. Because yeah, I, I mean, there's I see people really doing some. Very complex, yeah. Like kind of uh, canned RTD. Yeah, 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 RTD. We had some mm. last week. And one of them, I can't remember what it was. It was like a uh, mai tai or something. Where I was like, eh, it's not amazing, but mm. also, but it's take a it lot to better. A beach and, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I can't make mai tais on a beach. <laughs> and so, well, that's it's really interesting. So, how um, as we wrap up here today, I'm kind of wondering. You know, we touched on it a little bit about the uh, Saiten being kind of a uniquely American invention by a Japanese company and then kind of influencing mm -hmm. Japan mm -hmm. in, in this circle. But how have you have found that like your operations here have changed the company? Is there kind of a change in culture as far as developing new products or utilization of new products and cocktails that's kind of influencing the company as a whole, even in Japan? Or is oh. it... Yes. I know the sales are quite different. Yes. So, yeah, our brand, Ichiko, is number one shochu company. And then we are kind of big company in shochu industry. Sure. But uh, they have a, uh, they used to have a very kind of old stereotype. Right. So, shochu should be, should be, uh, we should drink with me or mm -hmm. on the lock or as need or with hot water. But uh, yeah, recently our company changed their mind. We want to be, uh, we want to make shochu as a worldwide spirit, like vodka, tequila, and sure. uh, if uh, U.S. people or all over the world, uh, people recognize, oh, it's a Japanese spirit. So that would be that would be great. And then we are now want to do that. Is that happening now in Japan? Do you see a lot more Japanese bartenders using yeah, shochu as a the, cocktail ingredient? Yeah, 10 years ago, Japanese bartender hate uh, using shochu because mm -hmm. in the in the old days, shochu was consumed by just old guys. Right. But uh, right now, um, millennial, millennial bartenders uh, mm -hmm. started using shochu. Yeah. yeah. This now I, getting changing. Well, that's funny that you say that because that's exactly what we talked about on our last show was cognac, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's... The image you have of cognac is a fat yeah. old European guy with a cigar and a snifter of, uh, of cognac, you know. Yeah. But that's changing now. I mean, yes. and here we are in 2020, and we're you know have people coming through and trying to convince us to use cognac and cocktails, mm -hmm. and that's just something that you didn't 
even hear about 40 yes. years ago. Yes. And so I, I think that we're really living in an interesting time mm. where, yes. as Lindy said, we've got this kind of globalization happening. We can get anything right. that we want yes. um, from any country that we want. Right. Um, there's not a lot out there that you know we can lust after that's impossible. I mean, mm. it might be difficult, but nothing's impossible anymore. Yeah. Um, and we have, you know... Uh, a rich history mm-hmm. that hopefully doesn't get forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I've never been, I've spent any time in Japan. It's like next on my list, but um, just the rich history of sake and, and shochu production mm-hmm. is really, really fascinating to me. Yeah. I can't wait to visit some breweries. Like when I you have. decide to go to Japan, you let us know because <laughs> yeah. you have to see the Ichigo distillery. Yeah. I was out there 2018 and it's amazing. It's about a two hour flight from Tokyo. So it's not too far, but you know, Tokyo is a huge city. You take off from Tokyo Uh, and you see all of these lights and it's overly populated. That's the only part I have seen. (laughs) Okay, so you've seen that. And then you fly two hours south and there's nothing. The lights are all gone. It's a tiny island. Um, but it's interesting because that island makes 94% of the world shochu. Wow. On an island that is, um, I don't know the size of it, but roughly. <laughs> He's what like, state I don't do either. Think that's? I, I don't know the exact number, but okay. it's, yes, it's small. Yeah, it's, it's very small, but it feels amazing out there. It's all like dense cedar forest, uh, volcanic activity. Uh, a lot of hot springs. Mm. So it's pretty cool because that's why there's so much shochu made there because all of the water gets filtered through those hot springs, through the volcanoes, and it's very pure and very soft. So that's what I I guess I was talking about, um, you know, the kind of intellectual property, right? Like Mm -hmm. in Jamaica, when you make Jamaican rum, it has to be made Mm -hmm. in a very certain way, but it has to have Jamaican water, right? Like it's it's filtered through limestone. Mm -hmm. And so you said it's volcanic, Mm -hmm. um, filtrate, Mm -hmm. Or filtered water. Mm-hmm. So all of the water going into these products mm-hmm. is yes. all Japanese all, water. Yes. Even all. the, even the uh, Saiten, which is... Yes. yes. Even, yes. Okay. Yeah, from all, all waters come So you are doing ground. no production here in the United States. Ichiko is not. Other, some other places might, but all the production is made. It's all done in Japan. It's all in Japan. All, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. All okay. in Japan, yes. That's all in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe eventually when it starts getting uh, big enough in the States, there can be a distillery out here. I just don't know that they'd be able to replicate (laughs) the scene. Sure, right. I mean, that's the thing, right? And like, I find that in spirits like this, and this is what I was getting at in the beginning, Mm -hmm. it, because of the the lower proof Mm -hmm. um, and that it's not distilled to, you know, vodka levels mm-hmm. you get more of that terroir of, of what you know mm-hmm. the, yes terroir. but I don't know that much about the terroir of mm-hmm. barley yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. you know? mm-hmm. I, I don't have a, a frame of reference and so that's why I think it's, it's intimidating even to spirits professionals mm-hmm. like okay this is beautiful but I don't know what barley mm-hmm. tastes like if I ate a handful of barley you know um, and so that's that's kind of interesting but I think that the, in the next 10 years I think Asian craft spirits are going to yeah. Take off. I've mentioned now several times on the show. I just spent a month in Southeast Asia, and there's some mm. of the best rum I've had in, right. in a while coming out. Because I mean, it's perfect climate for sugarcane. Mm-hmm. So, and there's some really beautiful uh, Japanese rums as well. So, mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be a big shakeup. Not really shakeup, but I think we're just going to see a lot more products into the market that have never been mm-hmm. uh, marketed in the U.S. And that's why I really wanted to have you on the show today because yeah, this is it's. Great. It's really, um, when I w- was in Thailand and Vietnam and Singapore, it was just such a rift. Like, what's popular there and what's marketed there is totally different than what's popular and what's marketed here. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, they had access to different things. What was popular was different. Um, all the advertising was different. And so it was just, it was striking, you know, um, just kind of the way things were done as a like even as a bartender you know it's just a normal course of the daily business was um, kind of thought about it in a very different way mm-hmm. so I will have to say everybody all of my cocktail friends and all the cocktail bars I loved in, in Bangkok almost all of them were influenced from Japanese bartenders mm-hmm. like that's cobbler, amazing cobbler shakers yeah like the exacting <laughs> movements and like yeah it, it's they very much yeah because I mean you never see cobbler shakers here <laughs> you know yeah. but yes everybody and like it, it, it was great I, I had a really great time there. that's why 
you know, Japan's so high on my list. So, um, again, thank you guys for being yeah. on the show. Um, any hangover cures you want to share with us before we wrap up, or is it just going to be uh, drink more, <laughs> drink more shochu? Uh, yeah, no, this is so fun time to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to introduce, yeah, shochu culture. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and, yeah sure. and so uh, websites. You know, we should get mm-hmm. some websites out there so people can learn a little bit more about it. You said your presentation is not available on the website, but a mm-hmm. lot of information is. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, what is the website that they, people can visit in oh, the US? Ichiko.com. Okay, yeah. so yes. that's I I C H I K O dot com. Yes. Okay, everybody and should check that out. Yeah, yeah, they can also go on um, www.davosbrands.com, mm-hmm. and that has information about Ichiko and all of our other products. So, what we call spec sheets in the industry, do you have spec sheets and stuff we like that do, out there? So, we, we highly encourage um, all of our listeners, whether you're in the industry or not, to pull out some of those spec sheets and like kind of really get into the nitty gritty of what the blends are and everything and, and how it's made. It's, it's super, super fascinating stuff um, that we've now barely even scratched, you know, the tip. So, but we're, we're going to get there. Next time you're coming through town, we should do this again. Yeah. Linda, you live close. We can definitely do this again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, just a little thank you so much for thank coming you on very the show. Much. This is so fun. And until uh, next time, guys, cheers. Thank you. Cheers.